We are all about great causes here at Sex and Space, and we have another one coming at you. Today's shout-out is for UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand. UN Women is the United Nations entity for gender equality and the empowerment of women with a mission to ensure that globally all women and girls have equal opportunities. Women's empowerment is about ending violence, responding to women's urgent needs in an emergency, providing training and supporting women's employment, leadership and economic development. UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand is one of 13 national committees spread out globally who contribute to the mission of UN Women. Their role in Aotearoa New Zealand is to mobilise women's empowerment efforts through raising awareness, contributing to projects that deliver better outcomes for women and girls, and investing in sustainable projects that support local women to autonomously support the empowerment priorities of their own communities. Check them out at unwomen.org.nz. Sex, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the speculative interdimensional vehicle, Sex in Space. Its mission, to explore new points of view, to seek out fresh opinions, to boldly go where so many have gone before, and still somehow manage to totally miss the point. Subscribe to Sex in Space, wherever quality podcasts are found. Hello, I'm Tim, and welcome to another episode of Sex and Space, here interminably exploring sex across all of its infinite dimensions. Hope that all is well out there in podcast land and you're strapped in for another awesome interview. This week, I'm sharing a natter I had with Viv and Joe, the founders of Girls Get Off, a new female-focused sex toy brand. Stick around. It's a good one. Before we dive into that, though, just a reminder, if you're in the market for short, digestible, bite-sized clips of our content, and let's face it, who isn't, then head on over to our website at sexandspace.com, scroll to the footer, and hit the YouTube icon. We have an ever-expanding plethora of vids on there, some cut from our interviews, and others which are exclusive content. Please subscribe while you're there too, it'd be a massive, massive help. So, to the interview, Viv and Joe, aka Girls Get Off, are on an absolute mission to empower women in all things pleasurable, removing the stigma or taboo that comes with talking about and making the most of getting off. They're all about riding the O-train and helping other women do it too. This chat was not only really fun and eye-opening for me, but also informative and very important. You'll also be able to find the video to this whole conversation over on our YouTube channel, so you can put faces to Viv and Joe if you so desired, and see all the strange things I nervously do with my hands when I interview people. It's a real treat. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Let's climb on in. And now, the interview. Cool. Um, all right. Welcome to Sex and Space, guys. Thank you very much. Viv and Joe. Um, here to talk about Girls Get Off. Thanks for having us. Um, and the amazing product. But let's start with your origin story, if that's okay. I hear it's very interesting. Um, yeah, take who, it away, Joe. I mean, it was your it was your idea. We were having some drinks during lockdown at a social distance, but yeah. Joe was the one who sort of brought it up first. Yeah, I think um, I needed to put more thought, really. I needed to remember that stage of what actually planted the seed in my head, but 
Um, now it's just become the story of me um, saying to Viv on our driveway over a few gins, we need to start a sex toy brand. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How many gins? <laughs> um, yeah, you're on your bike, hey? We've been yeah, I know. <laughs> I had to bike down. I think also what we realised is it's something that had been brought up lots within our own friend groups. Like we'd seen kind of the trend happening across different Facebook groups oh, and yeah. the likes. And then also... Once we sort of looked at the marketing, you know, like after we'd had that initial discussion and we looked at the marketing, it was like for all the ways that we as consumers, especially women, make our purchasing decisions, for example, if you looked at like skincare, if you look at sex toys, there was no one making it feel normal. Like mm. sex yeah. toy shops are so gross and if you want to go and buy some a sex toy online, it's so overwhelming, there's so much choice and there's not a lot of like female-focused stores at the at the time sorry at the time there was actually nothing there was there was nothing focused at wellness focused at like this is actually something positive for females to be doing it was very much a um oh my gosh cd like yeah yeah. you know she's going into a sex shop to buy a sex toy type of thing and there was nothing just making it normal and encouraging it yeah amazing so I spotted the line, yeah, um, is it sex toys without the ick or something like that? Yeah. Is, is that out there somewhere? Like, yeah, no, it's, it's true. It's a, do you, did you, like, research that it's a hurdle for people to get past that uh, kind of ick line or, well, you it, know? For yeah. us it was. Yeah. Right. You know, and so it, it didn't really take much research because it was like if we're feeling like this, surely yeah. a lot of a lot of others and the only reason you buy one is because one of your friends says you know after a few drinks like oh my gosh i got this new toy you should buy one that's probably the only reason you would it's not like you'd find an ad online or something or go oh you know yeah certain i'm not gonna name no but you know like certain (laughs) sex or short store like it's looking really inviting today maybe i'll just go (laughs) and have a little browse like you never do that and when you do go into the sex toy shop you like Bring a friend, and then you kind of like <laughs> go in the corner and try and go not in to the talk back door, not the yeah. front yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's not it's not something. The experience itself just wasn't there, and that's what we sort of picked up on really early on. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a pleasurable purchase. It's a it's you know you can treat yourself. It's it's that that kind of vibe is what you're yeah, going it's, for. It's taking something <clears throat> that was always a CD don't really want to speak about to a positive experience mm. that you want to share. Yeah. You want to share with friends. Yeah. And the um, the angle of like self-care, is that is that kind of where it originated from as well? Or is that, I see it's kind of built in a little bit, but that... Um, it was definitely one of our main focus yeah. points at the start. I think um, it's the brand's evolving... Um, just on its own at the moment and becoming what people want it to become. Like we're just listening to our audience and kind of going in the direction that they're leading us. Um, It definitely started off um, very self-care focused. Um, Which it it is, but I think for us, now for us actually what we've found is that it's more just about like having the conversation and making it really normal. normal. Yeah. So even though it is a massive part, it's totally important as part of like your wellness and making you yeah. feel good about yourself. At the end of the day, above all, it's actually 
let's just have like a really normal conversation yeah. about it and something you can share with friends or to that level as well that you know you can learn to love yourself and know yourself a lot better because that's normal and then you can also talk to a partner about that too because I yeah. think while we're called girls get off it's really been about not just the girls but the girls and their partners and it's been so rewarding yeah. for us yeah well it's um oh my god I've got so many questions that I want to get to but <laughs> the um the um let's just talk about the, the product itself um, because it is no let me get this right it's a clitoral vacuum is that so did, did, yeah. how did that come about how did you decide that it wasn't going to be a you know 12 inch black rubber cock or something <laughs> cute, cute well that wouldn't tick our box of no, non-CD no. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean I, I think I mean I don't really know but it seems like they're, they are kind of quite a new addition to the kind of sex toy market are they yeah i think lily allen might have one or something like that or she's put her name next to one is that even the same thing am i completely wrong i'm not sure i think you might be talking oh nikki nikki minaj Minaj had one in a music video i think okay i think um but at the end of the day it was like again it comes back to the intimidation factor so you don't want to go to the random sex shop because yuck gross and you when you go online and it's next to all the um, you know, maybe the fetish clothing that you've never even seen before, yeah. or maybe it's next to the twelve-inch yeah. big black cock that you're like, that's, you know, like how would that work? Yeah. How's that supposed to work? So it becomes really intimidating. So for us, it was about something that was, again, is really normal. Like it would be totally fine for you to just leave in the bathroom. Mm. Yeah, like um, I don't know <laughs> if I should be saying this, but my. My son, until we launched, like, I, I, even two months after we launched, my son still thought it was a, fa- like, get your makeup off your face oh, type yeah. of thing. And yeah. he's he's 13. It wasn't until one of his friends at school told him told that, him that, his, his, <laughs> that his, his mum said to my mum, <laughs> one of those stories, what what is that, what I'm actually selling. Um, and it can totally pass as that, though, you know? Yeah. You don't, it doesn't have... Um, it's not intimidating. It just it was something that ticked all our boxes, and to normalise. Um, so it started off like I guess self care, self pleasure, but we've found our audience uh, a majority have partners, and mm. so it's just become more about female pleasure in general. Um, and but having having this as our kind of starting product that is not intimidating for the people that have never owned a toy before, which we get so many messages of these people. Yeah. And it's just as good for, like, a really experienced toy user. Mm. Um, it it just ticked all those... ticked every box, and that's yeah. all we were going for. Um, I think it's scary for a lot of women that have never owned a toy before. My generation, which is quite a bit older than Viv's... Um, Definitely, you feel guilt around pleasure. You feel guilt around self-pleasure and everything else. Um, anything to do with masturbation, I think it was totally, like, guilty, not right. And we, we get a lot of messages like that. So for somebody that's grown up through that to um, go straight for, like, a big dildo, yeah, like yeah. something internal, it is still intimidating for them and everything so just the fact that it is an internal it's you know it's less scary i think yeah i think it's I mean, definitely less scary it's a it seems to straddle that sort of perfect line of between it's 
I mean, especially through reading the social stuff, and it's like, it's either someone's little secret in the handbag, you know, maybe they're not with the partner or something, or um, or maybe they are, and it's it's very non-threatening, particularly from a partner's point of view as well. It's like, cool, you know, let's 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 play with this, you know, new thing. It's but it's not, yeah, it doesn't feel doesn't feel threatening in any way. It's just a it's just an addition. Just a good little it's just fun. a really fun addition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think the feedback we've had from, like, initially we get some feedback from um, males in particular that are like, "Oh, you're going to put us out of business," or yeah. um, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, putting us out of business is probably the most common thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, guys that are in relationships with women are often actually the ones that are like. This is awesome. Like yeah. I've got to do way less work, oh, like way less well, effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> way less effort. <laughs> they feel like the man because they're yeah. like, you know, they're yeah. open to it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think once, um, in my experience anyway, and from the feedback of people we've talked to, um, yeah, guys think it's awesome as well. Yeah. They just feel like the man. Yeah. yeah, 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 and so that's slowly becoming normal as well because it's yeah. probably I don't know, but from a guy's from hearing all of that at the start, like, oh, you're making us redundant. Like, yeah, what are you <laughs> redundant, doing? that's the word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, to now, the support we kind of yeah. get from males as well. It's, yeah, yeah no, that's brilliant. I mean, it's, what I've noticed, um, especially on the, not so much the confessions, but so, some of the some of the things that get posted on the on the Instagram stories, is even the, the people that are experiencing it for the first time are having their minds blown and I don't know if that's to do with the fact that it's this kind of slightly new thing in the sort of sex toy, this, you know, clitoral vacuum thing, or or what it is, but people seem to be like, like, wow, like, really wow. Like, I was maybe masturbating <laughs> before, but now this is like, yeah. changed, the, changed the game. Well, I don't know, it, it just seems, um, it seems like the feedback's been really good, and... Yeah, I think, yeah, I th- and like I say, you know, I th- it comes back to... It's, it's just a tool so that you can learn to know yourself a little bit more. It's yeah. something a little bit different. You've already got something great, but why not make it a little bit better? Yeah. Throw it in. It doesn't have to be every time. Um, and the feedback, like Joe mentioned earlier as well, not just from the people who have been like, oh, my God, that was the best thing ever, or it got me off in 30 seconds or whatever. It's actually also for us been about the people who have said, I felt so much shame around this my whole life. Like, it's never been celebrated for me. Um, we've even had people say... And they've been recommended it by like their um, counsellors and stuff as part of their healing process, and that was really rewarding for us because these people totally um, changing the way that they view things and actually really loving themselves, which has been cool. That's yeah. brilliant. And as from what you just said before, I think even it's a bit of a mindset that we're creating as well by normalising it all in our stories. Mm. So before self pleasure for them, maybe they had this mind block, you know that it you didn't feel as comfortable doing it because there was a taboo around it, you know? Um, So I think just that mindset of feeling empowered and stuff like that can change, like, actually how it feels as well, you know? Enjoy it a lot more. Well, absolutely. I think, and like you said before, the brand is uh, evolving and you're kind of listening to your customers and stuff like that. And so the... The social side of things in the Sunday Confessions, I mean, it's, it's a hilarious read, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I feel like there's there's something in there, um, and whether it's filling an information gap for people or some sort of validation that, you know, things are normal and this is allowed to happen and all these kind of great 
sort of things. And then to the new private Facebook group as well, right? Yeah, I th- and it's so funny you say that because I think um, the two remar- you know, it's two statements or questions that we get asked every time you sort of see someone new is number one, oh my gosh, girls get off is so great, and then yeah. number two, it's like I love the Sunday confessions. Like yeah. that's easily the, everyone's favourite segment. I think um, it blows a lot of people's minds. But yeah. then also, like you mentioned, and we were actually talking about this in the car earlier, it's about being like oh well on Sunday you know one over the weekend one girl used a butt plug with her boyfriend and yeah. it's about other people seeing that and going oh I've never even thought about that before or yeah. someone being like I had the best orgasm with a missy mini and a butt plug and my husband <laughs> and you, you know you don't even you don't even think about that so I think that's that, again, it comes back to the normalisation, just the curiosity and being like, actually, that's too much for me, or actually, I've never thought about that, and maybe that's something I'd like to try. Yeah. The the, um, the need for you guys to start the the private Facebook group. Do you think that there's something in the fact that people want to reach out to you guys? I mean, what what you've clearly created is a brand that um, and and a product that that is approachable and non-threatening, etc. But like, it's it's funny, that, isn't it, that it's filling a gap um, in, I mean, maybe maybe it's this kind of cultural vacuum where, you know, women's pleasure is not, like, talked about heaps. And like you said, you know, different generations have got different hang-ups and, you know, everyone's kind of working through their own thing. But, like, it's particularly, like, younger women now, like, there's so much education comes through pornography and, you know, there's some pretty horrendous, like... Um, sort of narratives and stuff that, that happen there and then kind of come come through as well. So to create a space that's kind of open for people to sort of be able to talk and learn and just do that kind of, yeah, am I, you know, yeah. is this kind of normal? Like it seems like it's just filling that information gap. Yeah. You know what I mean? After the first week, and it might not have even been a week, after a few days we looked at each other and we're like, this is so much more than a vibrator brand. Yeah, yeah. Like, the people reaching out to us, it takes so long for a brand to build trust. And in the first week, the people just confiding in us and messaging these personal things to us. Um, and we were a bit like, we're not experts. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> well, we're um, just the facilitators. Yeah. Right? And so it, it so quickly became for us and so grateful that it did because this is the most amazing journey ever now. You know, yeah. even though we were from right back from when the idea started about normalising it. You know, we were doing the little things like including the ear plugs in the packages um, just to start the conversation with your flatmate, you know, doing like little things anywhere we could to normalise it and make it something open to talk about. Um, But we just had no idea back then that they would come to us for all of this as well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's incredible. It's been incredible. And that's where we're branching out to those um, uncensored uh, Facebook groups so women have a safe place um, that they can talk to other women. Um, you know, we get people asking, um, I guess, advice and, you know, different scenarios. What would you do type mm. of thing like that? And I think, like, when we surveyed our audience on Instagram stories, like, and we said, you know, how much do you share with your friends? And I think we did a little bit of a poll, and it was like, people share most, but not everything. And there's the questions that we get sometimes, I think Joe and I discussed, 
we were like, these people have no one else to talk to. Like, these yeah. people going, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with me? Am I abnormal? This has happened. And by us being able to post that anonymously for them on their behalf into the Facebook group, <clears throat> that's just allowed people, other people in there that have had similar experiences to share their experiences and maybe how they've dealt with it. Um, and I think that that's been really helpful for the people sort of involved because otherwise As, if it's something that they feel really uncomfortable about, they might not be yeah. able to Especially um, for people, people to feel normal just mm. by somebody coming back and saying, oh my gosh that's happened to me too. Um, we also have expert guest experts and stuff as well yeah. um, that we give any questions to that are um, out of our yeah. Well, and, and, and again, like at, at, at the end of the day, we've been, um, you know, from the beginning, we're all, we're just all about being the facilitators for the conversation. Mm. So we're not about to overnight start to become sex experts. Yeah. More exactly. than happy to speak from our own experiences, but where we can't, and we're actually there's way better people who that's their strength. They've done this for years, so that's why we're really happy to have them on board. Totally. Um, to help people through different things and actually, yeah come back to that normality <laughs> yeah but in terms of the like what do, you, what do you suppose is the biggest like the most unexpected thing or the biggest learning that since the conversation on the driveway you know what what's like blown your mind I mean I guess it's it's been quite a journey yeah. but in, you know is there anything in particular that stuck out I think I think there's been a couple of things for me I think even though I've I'd consider myself an open person we get um, you, you start to realise how many things you just think because it's you that that's normal or not normal. And then we might do like a survey on um, survey on Instagram. And I'm going to think of one example was like how many people or have you ever faked an orgasm? We did it yeah. and never have either game. And the numbers were like like thousands of girls. So it was like, it was actually like, a, it was probably less than 20% hadn't. Yeah. Faked an orgasm, like it was ridiculous. And me personally, I've never done that because I'm like, well, you didn't make me orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and that's something that I'd never even considered before. And I was like, wow. So for starters, um, there's, there's stuff like that. And then I can't think of my other surprising thing. Um, you, you were surprised, to be fair, right back going from the start, you were just surprised at everything. And I was yeah. like, fair. <laughs> we've just spent a year putting all our knowledge into something like getting the best of the best people to help us out to create something I was like stop letting it blow your mind it's, yeah. it's doing what we like yeah. have worked so hard for it to do yeah um but as far as like a standout moment oh. I think it's just kind of what people are willing to share with us for yeah. me um it would then be for me, <clears throat> having worked in the social media space for years, mm. the stats around our account, particularly Instagram and what we're getting, I've never seen those stats on an Instagram account before. Like maybe unless it was like a viral reposting account in 2016 might have yeah. had stats like that. But um, just like the shares we're getting, the website taps, the visits for someone, for an account that's using no paid advertising mm. um, has been phenomenal. And it just demonstrates the demand that's out there for people who want to come together and learn and um, just have a nosy and then yeah, and have some fun and make it make it something enjoyable to talk about, enjoyable. Yeah. Um, make it such a positive experience rather yeah. than something you have to, like, hide behind a closed door. Mm. Absolutely. Do you think that um, you will sort of lean into that advice space in the future as well or branch into 
anything else? Like, uh, definitely, Viv and I won't. I don't yeah. think, but um, personally, but as a brand, a hundred percent, there'll be experts constantly along yeah. the way. Um, and as the need for it grows, we'll just keep having it accessible to people. Um, yeah, I'd say definitely. Definitely the advice, but just not from Viv and I. No, <laughs> don't take advice from Viv and I. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're the, the founders and the business owners, and we, we understand the problem and how to market it properly. Yeah. And all the bits that come along and with it. And we, we love every aspect of it. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't do relationships or anything properly myself. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that's, but that's why the whole business has worked, right? Because we can identify what, where our strengths are, mm. and we're not about to try and yeah. pretend to be everything you know we can identify yeah. a problem and find a solution for it so that it serves our customer the best yeah yeah exactly i did like i'm just all about providing the most value we can mm. and um that is about getting the people that are great at their job on board to provide that value yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so um it's it's it, this isn't this isn't it then there's more products oh. coming down the line <laughs> yeah maybe you're going to yeah. direct some female directed porn or something like you're just gonna i just wouldn't rule anything <laughs> no. out yeah we're, we're huge just, thinkers just see, so see it's like it just, just... i think we realized today that september it's only been five months yeah it's probably be the five month mark in a few days right. yeah so it's still very fresh and we've got lots on the cards so it's very exciting yeah, absolutely yeah. i just um before we came in here actually just in the car we got um a review that it was just like thank you thank you thank you um I never, I should just pull it up and read it, but it was such an eye-opener that it wasn't about, let's make sure my volume's down on my phone, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, I feel like my whole life has been a lie, I never knew sex could be this good, you guys are the best, and that was like a, I just looked at Viv and I'm like, oh my gosh, she didn't say, you know, like, she said sex. Yeah. A lot of our reviews have, you know, Missy Minnie and stuff in it. But for it to improve her sex life, and I don't know whether she's talking about the toy, whether she's talking about confess confessions that have just made her feel more comfortable mm. to explore, you know what I mean? But this is like improving her sex life in general. And it's... You know, like, how rewarding is that? That's yeah. just such a great feeling. So every time, you know, and we're getting so many reviews, yeah. and every time I'm just, like, more pumped to go <laughs> yeah. further and further. So so it's really cool. It's interesting. I mean, the um, in terms of the, the product itself um, and sort of any unexpected learnings around that, we had a, a guest on um, there from... Australia and Canada, they, they do sex toys for people with disabilities. And they, um, you know, thought they were going to go in one particular direction and they, they realised, um, you know, through their, their process of research and development that they were, what they were generating isn't just, like, sexual pleasure, but, but through, through their toy, which is um, got this kind of cuddle element to it as well this real like sense of um, like intimacy I guess mm. and stuff like that and I was wondering if there's anything and they, they didn't see that coming at all you yeah. know what I mean they were just like wow you know but yeah. I was wondering if because because what you've you've created is this sense of I guess this thing that is 
is is non non it's not non-threatening but the, what's the word for it, it not it's, intimidating it's just this i don't know it's like a little it's it's almost you know you've named it it's uh <laughs> well the, exactly you know. all, all, and that was all thought out like yeah, this yeah. is why yeah. when when it's like mind blown and i'm like everything was planned <laughs> nothing in this whole business was a fluke like yeah. we thought of every little thing that we needed to do yeah. so that's funny you bring up the name it's just great because it's, it's <laughs> like i don't know it, it almost like a friend it's like a little friend it always has this little personality and i wonder if yeah. you know people have a a, re- a relationship with it in in a kind of almost unexpected hopefully. way you know yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah hopefully um you know it's like yeah they're missing many can't, yeah can't go without it type yeah, of thing like exactly yeah in terms of its its features and let's go back to the product for a minute um it is fully waterproof so that's like submergible is yeah, that right yeah yeah, yeah. But um, does it partner up with anything else, lube or I don't know? Is it any, that? Um, that this is of... all. This is all along the way. So this yeah. is definitely just our starting point. Yeah. Um, starting toy. We've got products in development. We've got lube. We've got wipes, mm-hmm. um, cleaning wipes, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this was definitely just a starting point for us. Amazing. Um, it will definitely always be a company. One of one of the main like things problems we identified at the start was if you don't want to go to a cd sex shop you've got the online stores great how do you choose out of thousands of different toys Mm. that it's like you know you're just so overwhelmed what's the difference between the hundred dollar one and the three hundred and fifty dollar one like who knows you know you just it, it so we really wanted to take the guesswork out we wanted to trial it on girls make sure that you know of course everybody's different Mm, so it's going to work different ways on everybody but you know really narrow it down to the one that ticks the boxes for the most for for the girls yep for most people and um keep our range small so you know tested by girls selling it you know this is a product that's and and reviewed and and, yeah yeah a hundred percent so it um yeah it was definitely another just another thing we wanted to but our range will always be small just yeah. for that reason yeah. so is there going to be a missy maxi out there <laughs> <laughs> back to my 12 inch black rubber yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> there yeah. will be no black color. no <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, mm. funny. it's interesting though isn't it um talking about the gaps that have sort of arisen and this is this is filled as a as a product and what you've been discovering about your audience and stuff like that like what was your own like sex education like um and you know where were the kind of the gaps in your own like you said you're quite an open person but it's kind of interesting in you know the, the broader conversation about where these where these gaps kind of come from in culture and society and you know stuff like that why why people would be like Oh my god! You know, there's this fantastic sex toy company, and I've just got to email them about, you know, um, this problem. <coughs> that am I normal or something like that? Like, but so yeah, your own, your own sex education was it as? I think normal? I've been since having talked to lots of people on this topic. I think I've come to realise that my 
I was very privileged actually with my sex education at Tottinger Girls College, like having spoken to friends who were say at like um, a Catholic school and the yeah. only sex education they got was to carry around a rubber fetus to understand what it would be like if they had an abortion. I oh kid you God. not. They did no other sex education. Yeah. Tottinger Girls, we had, we had it in science, we had it in health and we had it in PE and it was coming from all angles. We got, I was very clear about what consent was. It was yeah. like, I remember why one PE teacher being like, even if you're both naked and he's got his penis out, it's about to touch you, you can still say no. And his group of girls being like, whoa! So it was really fucking clear. Yeah. Um, but the part that was probably missing, and if I look back to, say, intermediate before college, um, then, yeah, there was a part missing from, um, you know, if the boys and girls are split up and then maybe boys are talking about wet dreams and masturbating, but girls are just talking about giving their period and it's all very, like, scary and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And even through high school and stuff you know learning about all different types of contraception so it was really clear on um you know diseases and consent and stuff but there was a part around pleasure missing Mm. now that i sort of look back on that and actually how positive would that be if in high schools for example you could talk to women about that so that moving forward they just felt like normal about exploring themselves before they go and um meet Mm. other people yeah how about you um my Education came from the sealed section of like Cosmopolitan magazine. Oh, yeah. Um, that my friends would buy because I wasn't even allowed to buy it. <laughs> um, and yeah, was, I don't know if I was just away on sex ed days at school. Who knows? But I don't remember. I'm also old, so maybe it's just too far ago. <laughs> maybe it didn't happen. I don't know, but I don't remember. There definitely wasn't anything about pleasure. If anything, it would have been periods and. Mm. And that's it for sex ed for girls, yeah. Now that I think about it, though, I actually do remember in PE, they definitely, it was the, like, getting pregnant thing was definitely a big thing, which I kind of write. Like, it was... Yeah. Um, and we even watched this video around a girl who got pregnant at 16, and then she came into school and talked to talked to us. Oh, wow. And here's my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was growing up now, but... Yeah. Um, so it was pretty. It was pretty clear on That's like amazing. this is the pill. There's so many yeah. different types. There's so many different ways of contraception, which is quite cool. And I was even pre Google days, so like pre internet, I guess. So yeah. you know, like my generation, kind of like in that older teenage years, didn't even have you know the porn accessible um, education that like is the wrong way yeah. to get it. Yeah. It not I shouldn't call it education, but <laughs> oh, that's but that's but where a lot so of people. Sweet. That's where a lot of people are getting their knowledge yeah, from. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we didn't even have, we didn't yeah. even have that. that I, I'm it. I'm pre Google as well, and um, oh, the amount of misinformation that used to <laughs> circulate through groups of teenage boys is <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I do remember though, and I think it's a, I think it's potentially to do with, with the narratives in porn and stuff. I'm gonna bang on about it too much, but there was, there was some focus on female pleasure back, and this was kind of you know in the in the 90s it was like it was almost like you know that's that's the goal you know if you could if you could you know give give a girl an orgasm or something yeah, and it's like positive. then we're sort of done but i think it's like again it was all you know on some very shaky ground <laughs> about you know oh you need the biggest car stereo yeah. system you know with the biggest subwoofer but, but it's still <laughs> It still was kind of the goal, but um, it seems to have sort of slipped away, and now it's much more about, you know, 
that kind of narrative that you see and hear, you know, the choking or the gagging blowjobs and all these kind of things. And it's like, I wonder, it just seems odd to think back, like, when I was 15, what it must be like to be a sort of 15-year-old boy now or 15-year-old mm. girl now. And, and this is kind of the, the normality. And you're like, oh, am I meant to, am I meant to do that? Like... Well, and, the... and so I've heard from talking to um, friends in the industry or within programs like Mates and Dates is that the conversation around pornography, which is in its own, yeah. is something that comes up all the time. And actually kids are, are going to watch it. They're going to see it somehow. Even yeah. if they're not searching it up, someone might show it to them on the bus. Yeah. And it's probably, again, from what I've heard from teachers and stuff, it is the missing piece at the moment in schools that's probably not being talked about. And it comes back to... Um, I need to remember the stats, but before sex ed was actually in schools, they freaked out that, oh my God, if we talk about sex all the time, then all these kids are going to go and start having sex and get pregnant. But all it does is the opposite in yeah. that. It's like, it's it's there, you know, this is how to do it safely. And actually, um, maybe that was, it was positive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's probably, that's probably the next stage as well for, um, and I'm sure there's high schools and stuff out there doing it. And I think certain programs and stuff that go into schools but like I say it depends on what the school's views are on it because there's yeah. still schools out there um, talking and about see, abortion with rubber oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that's it is crazy. Um, but even for 15 year old boys to be talking about it it is not something that me and my girlfriends would talk about you know what I mean like that was yeah. gosh that's like so just yeah. you know that's how not okay it was it was not not a thing whereas nowadays it's it's well now yeah. we're changing it it's open yeah, you know yeah. open conversation as much as male masturbation is and i and even at high school i suppose it's not even that you were like afterwards going to chat with your friends about certain things it was more that like the information is just like fire hosed at you from <laughs> certain classes you know so whether you like it or not you kind of have to absorb some of it yeah mm, yeah no i just remember the i just remember all the misinformation you know <laughs> um, yeah but so what, what what can you do when you're you know you're no way of checking right well, yeah. and we're, we're having this conversation on the way up as well that along with misinformation like it's um some of it is on girls as well, faking orgasms all the time, like mm. giving males the wrong idea of what girls yeah. like and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, because I'm, I've been a faker, like, <laughs> but, and I was like, gosh, I'm actually doing the next girl a disservice yeah. because he's going to go in thinking that <laughs> the yeah. person the other night said, he, he goes down and it's like he's trying to light a fire on me or something. And you're like, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if she's faking it like I've yeah. done, you know, like, oh, I think they're married, so let's, he's, he's not going to go light the fire with someone else. But um, but for, you know, just someone single, like, oh, sorry, sorry next girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to, he's going to think you like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm not going to be a faker anymore. Well done. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good, a good pledge. <laughs> um, so in terms of where people can find you, where people can just disappear into your social media and join your private Facebook group and buy your products and 
all that kind of stuff? Do you want to do you want to take sure. take that away? Well, where <laughs> girls get off on Instagram is probably the best place to start because that's where we post most of our great content. Yeah. And then um, following that is girlsgetoff.co.nz, and our Facebook group is called Girls Get Off Uncensored. So you can come in there, and we've got admin pages on there which you can submit your uh, maybe anonymous questions or things that you'd like to hear others' feedback on, or even if you just want some recommendations or you want to post a funny meme. Yeah. Um, yeah, come on into the group. It's a really positive experience, so more than welcome to come and join. And you have to be female to join the you group? You do have to be female yeah, to join the group. Okay, We're getting right. a lot of random males trying I to bet. join at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which, but we um, put a lot of effort into weeding out all the bots and fake accounts so that it's a safe space. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I sort of see on the story sometimes, it's like, oh, do you do this? I'm like, no, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to skew the, skew oh, we the have results. Lots of <laughs> we that do it. It's so funny. We're actually getting quite a few male followers on our Instagram just for educational purposes, which yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, it's so good to see. Oh, it's yeah. such, yeah. a, such a wonderful eye-opener. <laughs> yeah, well, lots, yeah, lots of friends of ours just love it. They just yeah. think it's so funny. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. No, it is a real hoot. Um, I, do you think that... Um, yeah, I mean, couples and stuff like that, it's, it's a very, it's a very relevant kind of conversation, you know, for blokes to, to be exposed to. Absolutely. Um, so, you know. I've had a few people say to me, oh my gosh, I'll, me and my partner watch it every Sunday, like, yeah. listen, watch, yeah, yeah. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it, um, yeah. it on the big TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, they do it as a couple as well, so it's an entertaining yeah. Sunday night activity. Yeah. <laughs> and actually what we find as well with our audience is that I think sometimes there's this um, there's this idea that vibrators are for like single people who can't get any, but actually when surveyed, mm. like the majority of our audience was in a relationship um, and lots of them just want to do something differently, they want to spice things up, so yeah. actually it's actually more yeah. and Couples. the word hubby is probably the most commonly used term yeah. in the <laughs> like it's the married people out there that are yeah. holding the fort for everyone and giving us content yeah but oh, I, I get such a thrill sometimes like we'll post a confession um, a week ago Sunday say and it was like um, oh my gosh my house guests left and my husband pushed me up against the wall and mm. like fucked me hard or whatever and then the next Sunday, somebody was like, oh, our house guest left and my hubby, um, like, bent me over the counter. And I'm like, are you getting ideas <laughs> from us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so <laughs> I think I, I, like, have this feeling that people are just kind of getting ideas from it as well and it's spicing things up for them. So yeah, uh, well, that's the thing, you know. It shows it shows a bit of normalisation and it shows kind of what normal people are up to. You don't have to go to porn and, you know... Get, get your ideas from there. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it means if you're in a couple, you can totally blame it on the podcast, blame it on the <laughs> Instagram yeah. page, you know, like, would you do this? Not like, I think we should do this. And, you know, it can start a conversation as well. And it doesn't yeah. have to then be intimidating or you don't have to feel like a weirdo for maybe asking for something that you yeah. think is a little bit abnormal. You just do it under the guise of yeah. Sunday exactly. confessions or something. Yeah. If you haven't been happy with how your partner's going down on you, just be like... Well, I heard on Girls Get Off yeah. last week that doing it this way is really good. Can yeah. you try that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Blame it on us. You're having to, take, having to take the blame? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, that's good. All right, well, maybe I'll try something and, you know, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Put this okay. butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that's the jam, but... Um, the, cute, the cute little non-threatening ones are, um, yeah, definitely... It's funny, I sort of was looking 
um, into sort of other sex toys, and you're right, even you ha you have to have, if you're going to buy a sex toy for you and your partner, you have to sort of decide as as a partnership, I think, you know, for me, I don't know that it was going to be like, surprise, <laughs> you know, there's a vibrating tongue, or there's a huge penis, or yeah. you know, all these other things, like, you, it's, um, you know. Well, it's about communication. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all about communication. <laughs> Although, to, to be fair, like, if it's like some realistic, veiny, big, big thing, I can see how that is, like, in a relationship, how the guy might be like, hey... You What's know, a little bit, yeah. yeah, a little bit more offended by it <laughs> if it's like this giant, yeah, yeah, just a big giant dick, I don't yeah, know. yeah. But then you think of like, I don't know, I don't find it. I'm not a guy though, but I, I don't find it as intimidating bringing something just fun in that yeah. isn't like trying to offend you in <laughs> size yeah. or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the one thing that I, and this wasn't a personal thing, but the one thing I heard, um, asking for a friend, asking for a friend, <laughs> right, is that the the this can be some hilarious noises made with it because of the vacuum aspect. Oh, I suppose it does yeah. sound a little bit gurgly sometimes, but it is it's really quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you shouldn't be able to hear it in the next room unless yeah, um, there's paper. It's balls. definitely quiet than some of it, like. Other toys we've heard that you could yeah and even then I yeah, yeah. doors down I've it with my flamemates I'm like can you hear it now can you hear it now and you can't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to get yourself a soundproof yeah video. but it's no. definitely um it's it's like a pulse vacuum I had one email come in from a lady that's like look it doesn't pick up a piece of paper it's not the vacuum's not working and I was oh like God. it isn't like a vacuum cleaner like you don't want to just suck your clit up there and like never I was like. Yeah. I'm like it does pulse on and off. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It does make that little and when that it's, little sound. and when it's on skin, like you can barely hear. We should it. have brought one yeah. in to give yeah. you guys a listen. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few floating around the office. They've all disappeared. <laughs> yeah. They've all gone. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Rosie's. Rosie's got one. Um, and it's funny, Jeremy. Never gets anything interesting. Uh, <laughs> never gets anything interesting delivered to the office. And so uh, this thing arrived, and the, he took the courier, took it, and he he took it, and he was like, "Oh, it's probably for someone else." Uh, and it was like, "Oh no, it's for me. It's probably really boring." Oh no, it's not. <laughs> it's this thing, and he was very happy with himself. So it's so good. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Um, how are we doing for time? Oh, we're at twenty-four minutes past one. That should. What do you reckon? Have you got a? No, that's you got perfect. A, yeah, I that's probably a pretty good. Eh? Yeah, no, I think that's Amazing. nice, and we'll just um. Before I stop recording, there's nothing else you wanted to. No, that's perfect. Say. I reckon that's awesome. Yeah, no. and Great. um, so nothing, nice. no, nothing there that you said that you want to chop out. No. You didn't name and shame any exes or anything like that. No. 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 no, no we're that's good, fine. We? Thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah, oh that's God, perfect. So cool. I hope you enjoyed that. If you need more Girls Get Off in your life, which I would argue that you probably do, then head on over to girlsgetoff.co.nz for their products. But I highly recommend, if you couldn't tell from the interview, that you follow them on social at Girls Get Off on Insta and Facebook. Once you've done all of that and treated yourself or someone else to a Missy Mini, you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 
Follow us at sexandspace.com. That's sexandspace, D-O-T-C-O-M, on Insta and Facebook. Or flick us an email at hello at sexandspace.com and give us a piece of your mind. What do you bloody think you're up to talking all this smut? Massive thanks to all our guests, to the team at String Theory, and again to you for making it all the way to the end. Until the next one. Bye. If you found some of this material a little challenging, keep coming back and we'll make it really challenging.